Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 426, recorded live on Sunday, August 22nd, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who recently went to a Ren Fair, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who typed fair with an E when writing down this intro, Andy Lowe. Hi. That's how it's supposed to be written. I know, but it didn't matter. I could have written down fair, F-A-I-R. But instead, oh, because you're just reading it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just reading it. There's nobody else in this conversation other than me looking at my own handwritten note. Knows that you wrote that. Yeah. So you wrote it with an E. I wrote it with an E. That's how ingrained. When I started typing run fair without even thinking about it, I suddenly look up and there's an E on the end of fair. And I'm like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, Ren Fair. It's just, I do have to say, though, the Wikipedia article, though, the actual main page spells it F-A-I-R. Okay. It's a simple edit. So you want to edit the Wikipedia page? No, I'm not going to edit the Wikipedia page for Ren Fair. (laughs) Yeah, I went to a Ren Fair. That was a while ago now. It was 20 days ago. Yes, but the picture of you in your outfit finally appeared where I could see it. Ah, yes. Hence. There was a picture. Yes. We took a picture. With a, with an actual camera, not with a phone. That's why it took so long for it to appear. Ah. It was not on someone's cell phone. This was with an actual digital camera. Hey, those actual digital cameras most of the time are better than phone cameras. Yes. Except for the fact that it is super easy to put a phone camera picture out on the internet. It does take a little more effort for a camera, a non-phone camera. Are there actual, like, is, didn't Nikon or somebody come out with a camera that, um... Well, I mean, there's the Wi-Fi, uh, not Wi-Fi, what they call it? iFi, E-Y-E-F-I, which is uh, a little SD card-esque thing. It is an SD card. It yes. has memory on it. It also has a wireless transmitter on it and some very rudimentary programming. And so you plop that into your camera and whenever you take a picture, it actually syncs from the SD card to the internet. I'm also looking at a digital SLR camera that can upload to... Um, oh, this guy has a Canon, Canon EOS 60D. So he's got the 60D and he somehow is able to have it to uploading to his iPad and from his iPad... Um, Low, uh, uploads to Instagram. Clever. Oh, hey, look at that. He's using the, the iFi card. Yep. So that's how he's doing it. Yep. I'm trying to think of the last time I uploaded a picture. Let me look. Facebook. Photos. Photos of me. Your photos. I think the last picture I uploaded was the one from my birthday. Oh, my birthday. When everybody just thought I was weird. Why did everyone think? I mean, that's a, I walked into that question. Never mind. You sure? Because it's a. I, I changed my Facebook picture on my birthday, but only for my birthday, and I made it so it was like entirely non-noticeable from the outside. It's just all of a sudden my picture was changed. I hit it from my timeline. It was it was a, it was a, it was like a ninja edit. Uh huh. And only I think two people commented on it. Most of the time, people were just like, "Oh, that's just him being weird." Yeah, yeah. it's kind of what what we go with. Nope, understandable. Still gets brought up every once in a while in the office of like, when I do something strange, they're like, you're weird, but your Facebook tells me that. Yeah. You mean like the curling stone hat? Yeah, that one my boss took. He takes weird photos every once in a while. Did he put the hat on you or did you just have it and he took it? I had it sitting on top of my desk. He came down to ask me something and he looked up there and he's like, is that an actual curling stone? And I thought he was talking about the little one that I have sitting on top of my monitor. That's a curling stress ball. I'm like, this thing? And he's like, no, no, the one up there. And I look, I had the the curling stone hat. And so I'm like, no, it's a hat. And I put it on. He's like, all right, hold on. I got to take a picture of this. 
Wow. And then lo and behold, the next day, it shows up on Facebook. Yeah, of course it does. You can see the clock that I made in the corner of that picture. You made a clock? Yeah. If you look at that hat photo, yeah. in the technically lower right, but also upper right, because the picture is turned. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed by that. Yeah, as am I. There is a clock. Yeah. Was that from a kit? Uh, no, we went to a glass class where we uh, were just given a little clock thing there, and then we... Right, but the, the clock pieces yes. you did not create. No, I didn't actually build the clock mechanisms. I created the glass thing on there. Very cool. Yeah. Nobody gets to see that clock other than me, though, so now I'm kind of excited that it's out there. Is this the same Waldo photo that I use? It's gotta be. Where the hell did you go? What? Your background photo in Facebook is the line room. Yes. I know exactly where you are in there in the version of this picture that I use, but I don't think you're there. Look for the oh, trash yep, can. there you are. No, nope, yep. I see you. Yep, you're in the same spot, just yep. to the right of the guy in the orange. Yep. Are you in this photo with me or no? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think I am. What's really funny is I'm actually looking at the camera because I can remember I was standing there and I said I'll see a flash from <laughs> from up top from up top because he had accidentally had his flash on. But since it was a glass window, it just reflected back at him. So I see the flash. So I'm, now I'm just staring up there at the thing there when he takes the other picture, which I find hilarious. Yep. I'm, I think I'm in the room. I'm just not next to you. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I kind of like moved myself towards the center of the room just to be like, yep. hey, remember, I just, need, I just need to stand here for a bit. And they're like, all right, you're Waldo, so sure. <laughs> you are clearly someone who knows what's going on. Yeah. Go for it. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, that was a good photo. Glad we were able to convince him to do that. <sighs> so what should we talk about, Dave? Oh, man. Uh, well, last week we talked about how Verizon was falling in line with T-Mobile. Yes. And during that conversation, I asked you how long you thought it would take for Sprint to do the same. Turns out not long at all. I think you said like by October or something. Yeah, at least by the holidays, I think I said. Yeah. And it was within like two days. Yeah. So Sprint has announced that they are also killing off their two-year contracts. Now, they had offered this leasing program last year. So it, it was like a dual channel thing where you could still stay with the two-year contract or you could do the leasing of your phone just basically just like everybody else. And so now they are just doing entirely the pay your phone per month. So that puts all of them on it, right? T-Mobile that's started. the big four. Yep, that's the big T-Mobile, four. T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon, and Sprint. I mean, there's like U.S. Cellular. I have a feeling that everybody is doing this. Is, this is the way to do it now, which now the question is, is this a good thing? Because the, the old contracts used to kind of hide the cost of the phone in the contract, right? So Yeah. Well, it was, I don't know if it was hidden in the contract so much as it was subsidized by the contract. So now we've removed that hidden subsidy from the contract, right? Because now we're paying it outright X dollars per month. Did we ever see a shift of about $20 in cell phone plan prices before or no? Uh, Verizon and most of the others followed suit when the more powerful phones were coming out that were more expensive. They added the $10 required data plan thing where you could get a you if you had a data plan for one phone that was one thing but if you had a data plan for like an android device it was ten dollars more so there wasn't really a there's i haven't because i'm still looking trying to see if this was an actual shift in prices or it's we kind of lose a little bit but then are they still just you know making in buckets of money off of our phones Mm. i'll have to check my cell phone plans because i wonder if they go back that far online or not I know At this our, point, I, I don't worry about my plan because I'm on the family plan. Well, I'm also on a family plan, but I still... Well, I'm in charge of it, so that's why. Yeah, I, yes. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm still still waiting for our. Let's see. Our plans now sixty. God, was it? I don't think our plans actually changed that much. So it might have just with T-Mobile. It might have just been a shift of the cost because we were paying right around eighty dollars or so with our cell phone usage. Now it's like a hundred and something a month. Now you're paying sixty, and then another twenty, and then another twenty, and then I'm paying for my phone, which is another twenty. <laughs> But the uh, Sprint's doing a fun bit of this actually with the iPhone where you pay your you know, $20 a month and then as soon as the new iPhone comes out. They let you upgrade? Yes. It's like upgrade insurance. Yes. $22 a month for free upgrade insurance. Well, not. Okay, so you're $22 a month for upgrade insurance. So as soon as that new iPhone comes out, you can upgrade to that one and then just keep paying your $22 a month. So that's that's Sprint's twist on it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to still stick with uh, T-Mobile. Oh, that was a topic I was going to post. I wonder if I can find that. Um, somebody from, I think, Gizmodo actually got onto the Google Fi plan. Yeah. And he said it was uh, bad. Oh, no. He was like, for the first two weeks, it was good. And then his phone kept on uh, losing surface service. That's not good. It's the opposite of what you would like on a cell phone. Especially since the, the point of the Project Fi was the fact that um, it's supposed to switch between T-Mobile and Sprint and Wi-Fi with whoever has the best signal. Right. I mean, is it possible he was just in areas that had no signal whatsoever? Well, he had, he had first off, um, he, uh, he, he called somebody and said, hey, this is great. This is the way cell phone service should be. And then as soon as he got off that combo, he looked down at his phone and he had no service. And he's like, what? Why, how can I have not service? I'm supposed to have possibility of three services. Yeah. Why can I have none? So then he uh, reset his phone to see what would happen. Then he gets a message saying, configuring your cellular network. While configuring your cellular service may be temporarily unavailable. Oops. And it seems that would happen a lot. Lose network, eject SIM, insert SIM, power cycle phone, have service for a few hours, lose service, repeat. Sucky. Then he would get SIM card errors. Really sucky. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, no, he, after three weeks, he, he couldn't take it anymore. I had to cancel the service. So it needs a little work yet. Yes. That's the Google Fi. Yes. Or Fi. It's Fi. It's Wi-Fi. It's not yeah. Wi-Fi. No, Wi-Fi. So Google Just Fi. like it's GIF. It is GIF. I don't care if he invented it and said it's GIF. Yep. It's GIF. Yep. So speaking of Android phones, we're up to M now? Android M. J-K-L-M, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lollipop goes to Marshmallow. Yep. M is Marshmallow. I, I don't know why they picked Marshmallow, but it's now Marshmallow. Uh, it's You got to wonder about the whatever company they hired to do these sculptures. Clearly they know what it is before the, the announcement. I wonder what sort of steps they take to ensure no one leaks that information. Well, it's probably a very small artist studio because Google always likes handling, you know, independent people. Yeah. yeah. So Marshmallow, um, not many big changes in this version. Now, this Marshmallow is, is, is a lot of little upkeep pieces. Yeah. Polish and quality is what they said. Yep. It's not a major overhaul. It's kind of a smoothing out the bits. Nice pun. Smoothing out the bits. Oh! There you go. <laughs> no pun was intended on that one at all. That was, I'm like, wait, I made a pun? Yeah. Hold on. Rewind. <laughs> what? Smoothing what? out Smooth the bits. 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 Bits.
I don't know if I like this new because I'm looking at the the marshmallow preview here. Mm-hmm. Instead of the um, cards displaying your apps, all the apps are lumped together by name, and then the top four are listed at top. I don't know if I like that. What would you prefer? Well, I've got my things set up grouped by app type rather than by name. If I can keep that, that would be great. Ah. Because I've got like all the different radio station apps on here to check to see if the web streams are still running, and I've got all the other things grouped together here. It's all the folder stuff as well. I don't know if I could do the one big thing. I don't know. I'll see when it actually comes out, which <laughs> probably will be what two years for which for M to come out. Uh, probably next year. In fact, I'd say within the next six months. I think yeah, I think it's going to be at least a year before this can actually get downloaded to my phone. Oh, via. Before it's on your phone, yeah. Via but, the official channels. Yeah, but it'll it'll be released in the next five, five six months. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's released. It matters if the cell phone companies can actually get their act together and... Put it on. Put it on there. Yep. <laughs> well, cell phone companies and phone manufacturers. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to probably stick with this phone for a while. <laughs> Does mostly everything I need to do. It's not that bad. What was really funny was the fact that the stage fright fix actually came to my phone first before it went to the S6. Really? Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> that was that was surprising. Like, wait, you're going to update the S5 before you update your flagship S6. I'm not not going to complain, but okay. Uh, oh, I don't have Tasker running. That's a new one. I need to start up Tasker. There we go. All right, now we're better. <laughs> so speaking of phones, uh, last week we talked about how Hearthstone is making $20 million a month, right? Yeah, which is evidently not as much as they could be making if all those people stayed on the PC. Yes. So I, I want to I put this into perspective. Just to be clear, Hearthstone is making Blizzard $20 million a month. Yes, that is pretty much fact. According to the so this this article which talks about how Blizzard is losing money is misleading. Blizzard is making a shit ton of money. Yes, they are losing out on making even more money. Yes, they are. It is a a loss of potential revenue, not actual revenue. They are not actually losing cash. It is not. They aren't. They are making a huge profit. To claim that they are losing money makes it sound like their profit has turned loss. Which I do have to say, seeing that headline was the one that actually kicked me to this post in the first place. Like, Hearthstone losing money? What? Right. What's going on here? Click. It's it's not actually losing money. It's making $20 million a month. Stupid clickbait headlines. (sighs) It is costing them potential revenue. Yes. The reason is the PC version of Hearthstone, if you spend money, um, you are running it through the Blizzard payment system. So they are getting most of most of the money. They still lose some fees due to PayPal and a couple other things, but they are getting a majority of the money. Now, if I go and purchase something via the phone, Google is taking a 30% cut of that. Is that, what if I, I don't have the Google Play services, but I installed the Hearthstone APK directly? Can I not purchase stuff in game then? I don't know. Have you tried that? Nope. Because I think but if you purchase I know someone else who has, Mr. I got the Galaxy S6 card back. Um, yes, but I blew up that um, emulator. Ah. So I would have to recreate the emulator and then re-download the thing and then reinstall it, which I'm okay with not doing that right now. Because trying to run that on my laptop with everything else at the time was not pleasant. Okay. It was nice, though, playing that the, the mobile version on the big screen, except the one problem is you don't have the uh, 
hover over on the cards to give uh, descriptions on things. Which makes it a little harder for new people, in fact. Yes, especially with the new cards Grand that are going to be coming out this yeah. week. Oh, the metagame is going to explode. It'll calm down after a little while. I know, but still, I'm going to just stay away from... <laughs> Let's stay away from the ladder for like the next two weeks because I feel like I'm just going to get destroyed. Probably. Did you hear what they're doing now with the ladder? Uh, no. Um, so you know how the brawl, you get the little treasure chest icon? Sure. Okay. If you're in brawl, they have a little thing there. It's, you, it's basically like your daily quest, but there's a quest for the brawl, which normally has just been, hey, win one match of brawl, get a card pack. Okay. Um, they're now doing something with the ladder is the higher up on the ladder you go, there's a little chest next to your number. And my guess is at the end of the season, however high up on the ladder you are, you're going to have better things come out of that treasure chest. I'm Ah, guessing. Okay. Since this is the first season that they're doing that, we'll find out in approximately, what, eight days? Yeah, I think it's eight days till the end of the season. So we'll find out how that goes. Yep. Yes, no, they they could be making more money. I think what they say here, if uh, seven or eight million dollars of Hearthstone's monthly revenue has been diverted to the mobile platform pipeline, pipeline, then the Hearthstone phone release is costing Blizzard over two million dollars a month in App Store fees from their possible revenue. Yep. Hearthstone is making Blizzard 20 20 million dollars a month it could be making more but still that's 20 million dollars i think they're okay with that yeah i wonder if they could no that that would would give pc gamers an unfair advantage what if they made it so when you bought a pack on the pc you got like an extra card no you know something that would encourage people who have the opportunity to do it on both to do it on the pc that could be interesting. Granted, then I would just go to the PC, buy everything. And then play it on the mobile. And play it on the mobile. Yeah. Which, which is, is exactly what they would want to right. get another $2 million. Right. Like mm. from Blizzard's side, that's not a bad thing. From the, no. the player side, it kind of sucks because it gives PC gamers an unfair advantage. Which then everybody who's playing on the mobile just needs to install it on their PC just basically as an ATM machine. Yep. They don't actually play it on the PC. They just go through and go, okay, buy card, buy card, buy card. All right, now we go over to the mobile platform to actually play. Yep. If I use my Google Rewards money to purchase in, like, a card pack, Blizzard gets that money, right? Yeah. So in that sense, Google has paid Blizzard. Yes. Hmm. But also keeps... Yes, it, it keeps of some it. of it. Yeah. Man, what am I up to now with my Google rewards? Just had another couple of big ones. Let's see. Reward history, total rewards, $35.50. Not too shabby. How much are you up to? A total I've earned since ah, okay. February of last year, mm-hmm. $35.50. I'm currently sitting on 431 my total is, where's the total? Go to rewards history. Yes. Total earned, oh, it's cumulative, $33.60. You started after me, though, didn't you? Yes. Dang. This is since September of 2014. Okay, let's see. September 2014. Uh, I was at $9 at the start of September. Okay. So you are ahead of me. Go to Walgreens. That's all you have to do. Just walk into Walgreens, walk into Target, walk into Best Buy. I get most of mine are walking into Myers. Oh, I don't have a Meyer. Well, you're supposedly supposed to get a Meyer. Meyer actually got sued in Wisconsin. Wait, what? Meyer got sued in Wisconsin. Why isn't this a topic? That they're coming to Wisconsin or they got sued? Both. 
You know why they got Meyer investigated for pricing too low. Yes. Why did they price too low? There's a Wisconsin law that says that you're not allowed to uh, sell products below uh, its own cost. Wow. Wow. That law needs to go away. Well, the, the, uh, it's basically to protect the smaller retailers in Wisconsin from not getting basically like the, the classic Meyer Walmart thing is, hey, the big box guy shows up into town, drives all the local businesses out of business, and then they get all the business. Wow. So in Wisconsin, yes, it's a law that states that you're not allowed to sell items below cost. Damn it. Welcome to Wisconsin, Dave. Yeah. While Meyer was aware of the law, the complaint surprised the privately owned retailer, which has long competed on price in the marketplace and uses advertising higher standards for lower prices in its commercials. Those prices were for our grand opening promotions, which were consistent with promotional prices we use when we opened in Michigan stores. Uh, wow. No surprise, Walmart also wants this law repealed. I'm sure they do. <laughs> If found guilty, oh, this is great. This is great. Ready? Yeah. If found guilty, Meyer could be forced to pay up to $500 in forfeitures for the first violation and up to $2,500 for subsequent violations. Yes, but look at the next paragraph. It's also a provision statute that allows retail competitors who sell gas or tobacco products to sue privately to recover up to $2,000 per day. Or triple actual damages, whichever is greater. Probably not greater. Most of our violations are resolved via warning letters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so Meyer could be paying your local grocery business. Well, not my local. They aren't out here. True. They're in friggin' Kenosha. I like Meyer. I can't wait for Meyer to get out here. I'm not about to drive two hours to go to a Meyer. But you said they're planning on opening more? Did you yes. did you see that somewhere? They plan on to open at least twelve to sixteen stores within the next five years in Wisconsin. That's so long. Well, they were planning on opening one in Milwaukee, but um, too many roadblocks from other people kind of killed that one. Yeah, and it doesn't look like Madison is one of the spots. Sorry. I'd have to drive down to Janesville (laughs) or drive east to Waukesha. That's still like an hour away. Did you say Janesville? Janesville. Janesville, Wisconsin. Oh, what was the the name of the, the town from Firefly? Janesville, with an I. Oh, that might have been Janestown. I think it was Jane's. Janestown. Yep, it is Janestown. Oh, okay. It's, it's, with an, it's with a Y. Yeah. Okay, so there's Janesville is an actual place. Janestown is the Firefly one. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Janesville is the city on I-90 that you go past coming up to Madison. Gotcha. So speaking of advertising rules... In the UK, there are now official rules um, that say vloggers, i.e. people on like Twitch and YouTube, uh, need to properly flag their commercially brought con- or bought content. So if you're paid to promote something and the advertiser controls the message, then the content is an ad. And all ads must obviously be identifiable. Okay. I don't know why this actually needed to be written down. Do we live in a world now where we actually can't, you know, distinguish between... Oh my god, yes. Oh god, are you kidding? Between an advertisement and a news piece? Have you not seen these, like, ads posing as articles? I'm, I, I'm not a big vlog watcher, so I don't know. 
does PewDiePie do this sort of thing? Uh, well, I don't know about PewDiePie. Mm. I don't watch PewDiePie. Well, do you watch any vloggers? Not really. I watch the vlog brothers from time to time. Yeah, I, I don't watch any of them, but I'm guessing now this is like a... I think one of the Kardashians got in trouble for posting something on Instagram from the FDA. Kim did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Saw that as well. Goodness gracious. An ad is an ad is an ad. And now needs to be identifiably so. Yeah. Obviously identifiably. Yeah. So so Twitch is playing Dark Souls? Yeah, sort of. So Twitch is, this is this is the, the continuation, right? There was the Twitch plays Pokemon and Twitch plays a bunch of other things. So now there's Twitch plays Dark Souls. How is that supposed to work? Well, it really didn't for some time. Uh, they, they couldn't get through the menu. Like, it was laughably bad. Uh, and Dark Souls is a very unforgiving game. Yes. Yes, it is. So someone, the people who are running it, decided to mod the game so that it could be done this way. And what they've done is every, like, half second, the game pauses. And while the game is paused, people vote on the next action, the next thing, the next button press. And then it unpauses, it runs for a quarter second, and then it pauses. And they just keep doing this. And so by doing that, they've actually managed to beat the first boss. Huh. I don't know if I could watch this. Literally just having it pause. Every half second or so. Yeah. yeah. It's it's painful. But that's how they, they are playing it. And so you could argue that they are playing they're they're playing a Dark Souls like game, or they're playing a game that uses Dark Souls, but they're not playing Dark Souls. No, yeah, because that's the whole point of Dark Souls is that you can't pause it, that it's this really fast, uh, your reactions have consequences, you don't have time to make decisions. I love the first comment on this article is the lesson may well have be that if you try to get a bunch of people on the internet together to accomplish something, there will always be an enormous amount of people there trying to ruin it because they haven't anything better to do. Yep. Oh, yeah. People were trolling it. Hi. Hardcore trolling it. This reminds me of... I remember there was a Wired article done a few years ago, I think, where the the the, uh, the Wired reporter basically tried to see how long he could stay on the lam, quote unquote, without getting caught by you know people on the internet. And they were actually people who were fighting against people who were trying to find this guy. It was ridiculous. Huh? Yeah. It's like why? Why they're just doing it just because they have nothing better. Nothing to do. better to do. Some people just want to watch the world burn. But they're playing Dark Souls, sort of. Dark Soul-ish. Dark, a Dark Soul-esque game. Yeah. Okay, what's this about Mythbusters? It is a TV show. Yes, but um, they want to do... Think Mythbusters meets FX meets MacGyver. What? Do you remember the, the, F, the, the show FX and the movie called FX? Nope. Oh, the movie called FX, I think... I, I thought you were talking about the TV station FX. No, I'm talking about the, the movie okay. FX. That's very different. Yes. Basically, so, the FX movie was um, FX movie, FX TV channel. No, this is not helpful. Um, it was basically like a special effects guy who was trying to fight crime sort of thing. And as you know, Jamie and Adam, special effects guys. Yeah. And so the idea would be two Hollywood special effects artists who are recruited by the CIA to complete seemingly impossible covert op missions by creatively using the most basic tools from their craft. So it's sort of like MacGyver, where they're trying to do the impossible tax. I, I, don't, I don't see this going very far. I'll be honest. I see this going for a season. I, I can't see how you can write this in any way that doesn't make it feel forced and campy. 
You mean like Scorpion or CSI Cyber? I have never seen those, so I cannot comment on that. I've tried to watch both of them, and I I couldn't. It's I, nope. Can't, right, can't it, like it. it just feels too scripted. Yeah, I I don't. This is the kind of TV show I would expect to see in a TV show where they are openly mocking television. Supposedly they're trying to get this done, which I would rather have them finish up that whole MacGyver thing that's been going on. What whole MacGyver thing? Uh, the the new MacGyver. What was the web page? Yeah, the next MacGyver.com. There it is. I don't know what the next MacGyver is. The the guy, the one of the executive producers of MacGyver, wants to start another MacGyver. Interesting. So they're the founder, basically the show creator of MacGyver, teams up with the MacGyver Foundation, USC School of Engineering, and the National Academy of Engineering, and they're doing like a whole MacGyver reboot contest sort of thing. Who can make the coolest MacGyver stuff? Well, they're trying to look for like the the show theme and who like what type of main character because they also want a female engineer as the main character. They have to find one first. I'm gonna take shit for that comment. <laughs> you said it, not I. Yeah, well, I I will point out that statistically there yes, are yes, I know the hard sciences fewer. Are... I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that that's how it should be. I'm saying that is the current status. I have many friends who are female engineers. Rather, I have many friends who are engineers who also happen to be female. Okay. So you don't think this Miss Buster drama thing is going to work? I don't think it's going to go very far. All right. Let me, I, I also hope it's not going to go very far. <laughs> just doesn't sound good. Granted, I haven't seen a Mythbusters episode in forever. Yep. So I don't even know how they are doing with their own show, let alone having them be executive producers on some other show. So tell me about Fig. Fig is just like any other sort of video game crowdfunding platform. Yeah. But the twist is that not only can you pledge money yeah. for video games, but you can also basically invest in the video games as well. Huh. Now, right now, the only accredited investors can actually use the investment route. Everybody else can still do the pledging just like a normal crowdfunding. Okay. But the plan is to allow everybody to invest in a game. And so if the game, you know, gets developed and takes off, you get money back. Money back. It's just like any other sort of regular investing in a company. Interesting. And so this was just announced on, I think, was it Tuesday? Let me look. Yeah, Tuesday. It was announced on Tuesday. And by Thursday, the first game that was posted onto Fig already had uh, a massive half a million dollars from investors. Cool. Now, actually, right now, the company has capped investment at $50,000, and so the rest of that, you know, it's kind of just... Donations. Yeah, well, they got to figure out what they're going to do, because they did not expect, you know, half a million dollars in... Um, two days. <laughs> investments in two days. I'm sorry, in what? Investments. There we go. Why, what did I say? Investments. Which, I guess, are the clothes you wear while investing? <laughs> Investibule is where you are sitting while investing? <laughs> Uh, interesting. The, the game here, Outer Lim- Outer Wilds, did you see the president of the company doing it? No. Who's the president? Masi Oka. Why does that name sound familiar? Scroll down. Hold on. I'm in the article right now. I actually need to get to the fig page. Fig.co. Yeah, there it is. You Google fig and no surprise, you get figs. There's a, there's a picture of a fig. Yeah. All right, I'm scrolling down. Lots of alpha stuff. No surprise. It's around the $300 prize. It's just below that. Hey! There you go. So that's what he's been up to. Yeah, it's Hero from Heroes. <laughs> well, he then. Evidently founded a gaming company. <laughs> well, he 
he was actually doing a lot of stuff with ILM while Heroes was going on. He actually did some of the visual effects work for Heroes. That's kind of cute. Because, you know, that's what he does. Yep. So it's like, oh, I'm on Heroes. Hey, do you guys need any help? Because I know how to do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually really good at this. Yeah. So do you need some help? Because, you know, I can I can just knock this out here while I'm waiting, you know, for my next shot. Actors union thought of of that. I don't know. And the special effects union. Or is he a member of both? He's probably a member of both. Oh, I'm both excited and fearful of the the heroes reboot. Well, it's not really a reboot. It's a continuation of the story. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. I think this one is supposed to be a continuation after... The cheerleader kind of brought the, hey, there are special people to the rest of the world. I think this is a continuation of that. But that was when the show started to get really bad. Well, no, at the very end of the show, she did, she quote unquote, killed herself for the news media. And now they're doing the continuation of that story. But I think they brought the original people back. Well, some of the original people back. Wait, when you say the end of the show, which end are you talking about? I'm talking about the final scene in the final episode. Of what season? Of the final season. See, for me, that's season one. Oh, no, I actually stuck it out for the whole thing. You poor guy. I also was reading the web comics as well. I hate the superpower of I can see Wi-Fi. Any superhero show that does that immediately loses all credibility. If you could see Wi-Fi, oh my God. Good for you. you. Yeah, how can you see anything? Well, no, it's it's fine. It's just everything's going to be really bright. Uh, And, I mean, good for you. I can see something flashing. That doesn't mean you can change it. Yeah, okay, so I'm just curious right now. I'm just glancing to see how many Wi-Fi devices are in my area. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, I mean, so it's like putting 19 light bulbs in the room. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't see. No, it's just going to be super annoying. In fact, you... (laughs) Keep in mind, most things are invisible to Wi-Fi, so you'd be able to see through things. Yes. See a lot of metal objects. That would be an... I don't know. Her character in that in the, the Heroes universe was... Uh, I don't know. It was stupid. But yeah, I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give it a, a give it a try. Yeah, granted, I just I really think- hope that I don't need to like watch the other episodes to understand what's going on. Hopefully not. We'll see. Supposedly there's some web comics and a video game that are also supposed to bridge between the two games or the two series. Season one was fine. Everything after that was garbage. Goddamn writer's strike. Yeah, that killed a lot of shows. Yep. Okay. By the way, my cousin is basically doing the Tesla challenge, driving from California to North Carolina in a Tesla. How long is that going to take him? No idea. Oh, is he still doing this or is he going to do this? She left yesterday. Oh. With two dogs. That could be something. Yep. California to North Carolina. Cross country in a Tesla. Um, What else we got? Parallels is now built out for Windows 10. Ooh. So you can put Cortana on a Macintosh. I still have not used Cortana. Neither have I. I just finished installing Windows 10 on my laptop. Ah, yeah, until we get our VPN stuff working with Windows 10. I, I have to go purchase anything. it for my desktop. You had to purchase it for your desktop? Well, I, I'm going to have to purchase it for my desktop. Oh. My desktop is totally running Windows XP. That's why I can't use the free upgrade to Windows 10. I see. Uh, what else? Ashley Madison. Oh, the, the data dump. Yeah, so Ashley Madison got hacked. The hacker said, yep. hey, shut down the website or we're going to release all the data. Ashley Madison didn't shut down their website. 
And so the hackers so released the, all their data. Yep, they've now released 30 gigabytes of data. So much data. 30 gigabytes is a lot. Yeah, so they they, they released all the, the user information, which none of it was actually, uh, there was no requirements for verifying the information. So all that stuff, most of it probably is bad fake, data. Fake. But all the credit card information, that's kind of legit. More or less. Yeah. I'll... It is actually possible to fake out a credit card. Yes, I know that. Uh, if you buy like one of the gift cards, the prepaid ones. Yeah, you can get. You can register them online with a fake name mm-hmm. and then you can do whatever. I think you might need to still supply a real Soch, but it doesn't need to be your actual name. But yeah, no, it's a... It's a massive data breach where people actually followed through on releasing the data. Yep. And it's... The thing is, it's an easy group to point at and be like, well, they deserved it. Sort of. Except there were a lot of non-married people also on that website. Yeah. Just by making an account there didn't say, I actually want to have an affair. Yes, that's... Not to mention, and and this is totally off on, on the side... Not every couple that is married is against having other relationships. Also true. So part of me is like this uh, shame on the hackers for doing this because this is private information. This what they did is illegal. This is not hacktivism. No, this is an attack. But then also I see things like the news story about the Duggar kid who was, you know, against all this stuff, having an Ashley Madison account. And you're like, whoa. This is the same Duggar who molested his sisters. Yes. Allegedly. Yes. It's like you get stuff like that. You're like, ooh. Mm -hmm. Or the person who did the search for the uh, .uk.gov. Yes, the email addresses. And found like 30 different UK government officials who all had Ashley Madison accounts. That's, it's, it's a tough one. It's, it's both a yay and a boo at the same time. I don't, I I think the boo outweighs the yay. Yeah, no, this, this is, especially since they didn't, they they just threw everything out there. So everybody's personal information is out there. Yes, this, this is a net loss for humanity. Yes. Uh, Although it does expose the company to the, hey, for $19, we'll do a secure delete and get rid of all your information, which they made a shit ton of money off of and didn't actually follow through on. No. Yeah, this that was the other part of this breach was when they released the company emails and everything. It was like, oh, wait a second. You're a crappy company. <laughs> yep. So that's the thing. God, it's been, it's been going all over the internet as, oh, this happened and then now this happened and now this. Oh, goodness gracious. Yep. What else do we have? Any other big ones? Comcast is expanding their low-income internet program, you know, when they back the in The one that they were they, required to do? Yeah. So they required it back in 2011. They kept it going because it's good publicity for them. Now they're expanding it to offer 10 megabit per second internet access to senior citizens for $10 a month. Now they haven't put out the rules of what qualifies you for this, but they are expanding the program that they were required to do. So, yay? Yep, I guess, kind of. Oh, I love now down at the bottom here, it says, Now, disclosure, Comcast Ventures and NBC Universal's are investors in Vox Media, the Verge's parent company, because of what we talked about last week. Yep. So now that's there. Goddamn Comcast. Yeah. Well, there, there, there are the two basic areas that lack internet connectivity, are the low-income families Rural. and old people. And now Comcast is going after both of those. Yeah, I don't know if I want their internet experience to be Comcast, though. <laughs> But still, if if you have no internet and you're able yeah, to get 10 I, megabits per second for 10 bucks a month. I suppose. It's 
pretty good. Yeah. So speaking of consuming internet data, yes, I'm going to be consuming a lot today in the oh. form of a video. What uh, video? Because well, it's it's a series of videos. It is this is the only acceptable use of this term. Uh, YOLO. Okay. You know the, the YOLO thing, right? Yeah, yeah, you only live once. Right. Well, someone, a, a YouTuber that I've been paying some attention to, because uh, he does these weird runs through video games. Uh, he sets arbitrary rules for himself and then plays the game. And so he did one, I think we talked about it, was the Fallout 3 Kill Everyone edition, where the rule that he made was he had to kill every killable character. Do you recall this? No, but okay. that's quite a rule. Yeah. So if he went into an area, uh, he, he could complete quests so he could leave and come back. But when he came back, if, if he finished everything, he had to kill them. It's like the first thing he does before he before he exits the vault, he's level two because he's killed everything he can kill in the vault. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> he might have might have been as soon as he left the vault, he hit level two. But essentially, he, he leveled up right away. And the first thing he did is went and got uh, some really good weapons. And then he went to Megaton and then he nuked the city. It's the fast and easy way to kill everyone in Megaton. Yeah. No. Blow up the bomb. Yep. And so then he, it just keeps going and going and going. And so he kills everyone. Uh, he just did another one for New Vegas, which he's also done a no kill run for what it's worth go through the game without killing anything. He just did a run through New Vegas called Fallout New Vegas. You only live once. He didn't heal. A permadeath run where we aren't allowed to heal. Doesn't the game automatically heal you, though? No, you don't auto-heal in that game. Only when you sleep. I thought you you regenerate. Yeah, here it goes. As the game actually heals the player at 0.66 HP per in-game hour. Does it? Yeah, he kept a quote-unquote true health bar counter at all times that calculated the quote-unquote real damage he had taken throughout the run. Ah, very nice. I didn't know that you auto-heal in that game. Yes, but not a lot, but you still auto-heal. Yeah. Uh, and he did not only the core game, but also all of the expansions. Oh, jeez. At the end of the Meg main storyline, he had 260 out of 445 health, and then he did all the expansions and ended with 23 health points out of 525. Yep. Whew. Yep. So I'm going to be watching that this afternoon. Jeez, oh, Pete. Yep. I always love those people who are like, well, the game was fun. Let's do our own game. I love how he has a little infographic of all the different damage that he's taken. Yep, that was done by a fan. Oh, that was done by a fan? Right. Yep, the dog Part bite. 20 the... bear trap. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got to And look at how much... That was the, the biggest damage dealer to that point. Yeah. Bear trap. Oh, skunk. Ah, fuck. 44 damage. <sighs> well, that's that could be entertaining to see. Yep, so I'm looking forward to it. He's also really funny to watch. Well, that's half the fun is watching the people and actually enjoying it. Yep. So what else we got here? What's up with the Amazon Dash? Uh, you remember what this was, the Dash button? Yes, the one button click thing? Yeah, turns out they're hackable. Oh! So you uh, can... Using a simple Python program, he was able to search for the button on his Wi-Fi network, snag its MAC address, and set up to record data into a spreadsheet. Yep, so you don't configure it with Amazon, you just leave it on your network, and you can count using the button. Well, that's good. So it, it essentially turns that button into like a little clicker. Yeah, clicker that's Wi-Fi enabled, and you can use whatever you want it for. Yeah, so it's kind of cute. Yeah, five bucks for that. Yeah. Could be interesting. I still need to do something with my raspberry pies as they sit there. I love that you have multiple. Well, I put it on my Christmas wish list. I didn't know everybody was going to get me one. <laughs> it's under like raspberry pie. Oh, awesome. Then it's the second one. Oh, and then I get the, the package from you and I'm like, I wonder what's in this package. <laughs> this is this is the right size to be a yep. raspberry pie. Oh, rest- look at that. 
Didn't you send mine back? Uh, yes, I returned yours, and then I think I got a Raspberry Pi book, if I remember correctly. Cool. So you're going to do something. Yes. You just don't know what yet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Assassin's Creed Unity for the computer is only 10 bucks right now? I guess. I, I don't know. Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Are you going to purchase Assassin's Creed Unity? Oh, I still need to get through the other ones, but 10 bucks. It'll be back down to that at some point. Yeah, I'll get down there later. I'll put a camel on that one, see what happens. Okay. So I think that's that's mostly it. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft 10's EULA allows it to disable pirated games. That's okay. Huh. Yeah. According to the uh, agreement, we may automatically check your version of the software and download software updates or configuration changes, including those that prevent you from accessing the services, playing counterfeit games, or using unauthorized hardware peripheral devices. Weird. Yeah. Not a huge fan of that no and uh google's doing something called project sunroof but it's currently only basically in two areas of the united states right now so this is where the you use the google map to try and figure out where you should put your solar panels um, and how much you should expect to get yeah it shows how much solar power your roof could generate using google maps and the data it has about your home Cool. I would like to know that very much. Well, currently it only works in the San Francisco Bay Area and Fresno and Boston. I would like to know that very much. Is there a sign up for when it's in my area? I don't know. Just Google Project uh, Sunroof. I just did. Enter email address. I'm going to enter my email address. Oh, try adding a zip code. All right. Let's enter your address. Yeah, not email address. Sorry. Address, email address. Sign up to here. And Project hasn't, yep, sign up to when it's available in your area, zip code and email. There we There's go. There's the where I put in my email. Yep. There we go. Now I've added it. All right. Submit. Thank you for your interest. All right. Should we go to the random review? Yeah. Speaking of Fallout, Fallout Shelter finally got released on Android devices. And so I picked it up. So did I. And promptly killed everybody. What? Yeah, everybody died. How did so you then, kill everyone? Uh, radiation poisoning. Did you not give them water? I uh, tried to expand too quickly, and the water could not keep up, and so everybody died of radiation poisoning. That's why you rush water. And so I built another one, and didn't learn my lesson, and then everybody died of starvation. God damn it, Andy. How many people did you have up to? Uh, I think 28. I, I expanded too quickly uh, multiple times and then killed everybody. All right. I haven't and, opened mine up in almost a week, so this this could take a second. Hang on. Ooh, my radio station just found some guy. Loading it up, loading it up, loading it up. I don't know what happens if you haven't opened it for a couple days. Is everyone going to be dead when I open it? Uh, <clears throat> where do I want to put him? Where do I want to put him? Put him in food. There we go. So you ran out of water. Everyone died. Yes. You ran out of food. Everyone died. Yes. Then some raiders 40, came in. I'm at 47 people and a 92% happiness. I'm at 27 people now on this one at 84% happiness. I have plenty of food and plenty of water. It... Let's just say it took me a bit to get uh, working on this okay. I'm at 48 people. I have a thousand caps. I like. I, I don't know how you managed to, to kill yourself. It was bad. Those first ones, they, I just kept on. I went too fast. Clearly. So everybody died, and then I started another one, and then everybody died, and I started another one, and everybody died. So finally, finally I decided, all right, I'm going to take this one, and I'm going to go slow. Like, I'm going to make sure everything's built all the way up. And then I'm going to add a building, and I'm going to build everything up, and then add another room. Yep. So the the game is, what would you call it? Like, um, I, don't like know, I have six even... people out exploring the wilderness. 
So it's it's sort of like Tiny Towers sort of simulation game sort of thing, right? Yeah. You you run a vault. Yes. In the Fallout universe. And my goal has been now, don't kill everyone. That should always be your goal. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Star Trek Next Generation episode where Data goes up against, uh, well, it's the... Um, the one where he, go, he plays the episode, for the tie and not for the win. Right. Yes. It's not even that he plays for a tie. He plays not to lose. Yes. Instead of to win. That's what you have to do in this, because there is no win in this. You just no. have to play not to lose. And that did not work out so well in the beginning. Well, because you weren't playing to not lose. You were definitely playing to win. But you're like, I'm going to expand as fast as possible and get as big and powerful as possible. And that's not what you want to do. No. The it's the, the only problem is if you play not to lose, you lose a lot of the fun of it. Because now I'm just in there going, all right, wait for the thing to load. All right, click the resource. I mean, that's that's what this game is, is clicking the resource. Yeah, which it's all, as you said, you didn't even open it in the past week. Yep. So are you already off of this game? I think so. Uh, for me, the biggest problem is that this game destroys my battery. Yes, yes, it does. This I, game kills I my phone. had my phone plugged in, and I was losing battery. The game <clears throat> was running the phone harder than the USB could charge it. Which, that's not right. That's just not right at all. So I, I kind of stopped playing. Yeah, I could actually like I it, it was it was it was warm in my hands when I was playing it and then it would just kill the battery. It just it's an interesting game if you want to do some of those resource management click to Farmville sort of things. Then it's not bad. Yeah, but I don't actually really like a lot of those games. I I it, it was fun for a little bit, but now it's already gotten tedious. Yep. And I think my only goal right now is just to build my thing up enough to get all the buildings. And once that happens, then I think, meh, I'm done. Or I might not even get that far because it's pretty much meh already. It was it was fun for a bit. It was free. Tried it out. And now I'm just like, eh, because I I, I, I I don't I don't get it. It's just like The Sims. Sometimes those games that don't have an objective. Just not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is free. Yes. No, so that, is, that. That, that is the plus. It is free. So you don't have to buy anything. You can buy things. It's it's pay to win. You, yeah, you can buy the lunch boxes, but then just remember those lunch boxes are attached to that vault. So anything you especially get in the lunch boxes is oh only my God, for that vault. Oh, that sucks. So when that vault dies, you're done. Yeah, there were a couple of times I had a couple of legendary people. I'm like, oh, awesome. And then everybody died. So I'm like, all right, start a new vault. Wait, where'd all those legendary... Oh, crap. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know how long I'm going to play it for. I might go back every once in a while. Vault 121 did a pretty good job. Yeah, that was the other fun bit, was just picking random vault numbers. Yep. So I started doing area codes. <laughs> so I did, like, vault 734, vault 313, vault 269. Nice. So I just started picking area codes that I knew of. Vault yep. 517. Yep. 608 is Madison. All right, I'll keep that in mind if somehow vault 269 here fails. Yeah. Or is this vault 7? No, this is vault 313. Sorry. Vault 269 had a rad roach infestation that killed everybody. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what happens when you send the one gun that you have in your vault out into the wilderness, and it'll take four hours to come back, and then you get I mean, a rad roach invasion, and people, everybody dies. People can punch the rad roaches. Yes, I know, but they were spreading faster than people could punch them. Oh, well, that sucks to be you. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. 
So yeah, there are also daily quests in there that you can do, which also kind of helps you focus what you're going to do with the vault. Like mine is, I need to birth six people. Well, that kind of gives me... All right, so I need to get the resources set up for that. And then I also need two spare people to go up to the lounge and get busy. No, you just get, you, you don't do two spare people. You take a male and you just start sending women up there. <laughs> Come on, Andy, you need to start thinking like a, an overlord, overseer, I guess. Yeah, uh, no. The hardest, some of the daily quests are easier than others, like collect 50 food. Okay, whatever, I do that anyway. Raise the charisma of five dwellers. Oof. Charisma is the most useless stat in this game. Yes, yes it is. Unless you want to put them in the radio room. I have two people in the radio room. I don't yep. need more than that. I grow my my population by breeding. Ah. Yes, it's nice to get fresh blood every once in a while, which is why I have two people in the radio room. Every couple of hours, I get someone new. That's fine. But yeah, it's... it's oh. So I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, no, it's... I was excited for it. I was waiting for it. It finally came to Android. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Actually, it's not all that awesome. <laughs> it came, it saw... And I'm done. And I'm done. An entirely left field note here. I went to the Google Play Store to grab the link for it, to post it on the comments. And it turns out right now, the Sound of Yo-Yo Ma album is free on Google Play. Cool. So, um, yeah, I just got that. So that's 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 a plus. Him playing Ave Maria on the cello. Ooh, that's going to be good. It's, it's yeah. So, random uh topic? Yes. Rolled ahead of time. What item that you don't have already would you most like to own? What item? What one singular item would you most like to own that you don't have already? Oh man, that's so the item that I've been effectively lusting after uh, I just sent a link to the chat. Wind chimes? Yeah. The the one item you... $600 wind chimes? There you go. <laughs> they are the most amazing sounding wind chimes, and they're they're visually, aesthetically gorgeous. This coming from the man who, after I told him the price of my bike rack, went, what? Yeah, well, that's why I don't have these, Andy. <laughs> Besides, they're only $600 for the base version. Oh, I'm sorry. The smallest version is $90. Yes, but those those sound wimpy. I'm going for the, the tenor Mongolian. Go ahead and click the button. Oh, there are. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I wonder, there's got to be a cheaper way of doing that, though. They right? are. They are incredible. Like, these are the, the pinnacle of wind chimes. They, they sound good. They sound like they... Well, the, they sound tuned, is what they do. They are absolutely tuned. This is a company that knows what they are doing. Uh, they are also aluminum and stainless steel. They are handcrafted. They are just absolutely wonderful. So, you know, fun fact is the fact that the Big Ben is actually detuned, so it doesn't have a true ring to it. Huh. I learned that one watching some documentaries. Big Ben, like the actual Big Ben? Yes, like the actual, which Big Ben is the actual bell itself. Ah. The tower is the... The Tower of London. Well, the tower, no, the Tower of London it's, is a separate building. Oh, right, it's uh, Westminster Abbey, right? Yes, but the, yep. the, t the name of the tower is actually the Elizabethan Tower. Okay. And Big Ben is, is the actual bell. Or is it the Victorian Tower? I don't know. One's on one side, one's on the other side. In England. Yes. Okay, so you wanted wind chimes. I, I, that's, 
Those are pretty high up on the list of the like, what one thing would I want right now that I don't have? I could also go another acceptable answer is uh, in-floor radiant heating. In-floor radiant heating. Yes. Like in the bathroom or all over the entire house? All over the house. (laughs) You know, they have these things called slippers. Yes. And if you have in-floor radiant heating, you don't need them. You also don't need a forced air heating system. True, because the heat will just... Comes from the floor. Yeah. Yeah, so it's cheaper. Higher upfront cost, lower overtime cost. So, what's the one thing I don't own right now... That you would like. That I would like. House would be nice. I was wondering if you were going to say that. (laughs) That, That's like the go-to ant house, of course. I'd, I'd like to own a house. Yeah, um... I mean, really just open up your Amazon wish list. Oh, yeah. What's on my Amazon? What is on my Amazon wish list? I mean, I've got things like a Nest thermostat. Uh, you know what? I know what I'd like on uh, on my, uh, I'd like to own a smithery. <laughs> I'd like to own a forge, like an entire blacksmith shop. A lot of power tools as well. Bandsaw, a drill press. Welding gear would be nice once I get a place to actually, you know, use it. Mm-hmm. The uh, farm and fleet nearby has a lot of welding equipment. Okay, so um, I normally keep Chrome connected to Kate's Amazon account. Yeah. Because she has all the Prime stuff attached to it. Yeah. So in order to find my wish list uh, easily. Do you want me to go find your wish list? No, I found my wish list, but I had to open up the new Internet Explorer. What is it called? Spartan or ah. whatever it is? Microsoft Edge? Uh, Edge. Oh, I only have your Christmas list. Do I own that game now? I think I do. I might have to take that off my list. Or do I not? See, Red Den Redemption's on there. Robo Rally. Pandemic the Cure. A Trino. car radio with an iPod input. <laughs> yes. Wait, oh, I could probably actually remove that, because I currently... The, the Explorer has a DVD player in the back, mm-hmm. which has auxiliary inputs on it. Nice. That's why you have the wires running to it? Yeah. Okay. So I can just plug my iPod in through the auxiliary input, because it's got yep. RCA jacks for that. Yep. A bathroom scale. Yeah, our bathroom scale is... I'm not sure about that one. A NAS, a NAS would be good. Mud flaps would also be good. Geeky polos would be nice, yeah. Cell phone booster signal, that would also be nice. There's a bunch of things that would be nice. I think house still kind of Yeah, no, that kind of trumps everything else. Like, if you're getting this for free... (laughs) Oh, if I'm getting this for free, yes. If not, it would still be nice to, you know, just... Have a house. Have a house. Yeah. Then I have to worry about maintaining the house, but that's... Yeah, oh man, that, that is such a cost that you don't think about. I need to get an electrician. You need to rewire. Well, I just bought a tankless water heater. Ah, on-demand water heater, okay. Yeah, which is hopefully going to be really cool. Actually, it's hopefully going to be really hot. Uh, and save energy, because I'm not going to be heating up and maintaining 50 gallons of hot water. Mm-hmm. But it requires some extra wiring. Because it's probably, you need. do you need 220 for that or no? Um, uh, no, but you need three 60-amp fuses. You need to take up three spots on your circuit, on your yep. circuit break. Wow. Okay, then. So I need an electrician. Yes, because messing around... With your breaker. With your breaker box. That yeah. could get you uh, in trouble. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a lot of amperage coming into the house. Yeah. So I want a professional to do that part. The plumbing I might actually try on my own. Especially if you get the plastic tube uh, plumbing now rather than the copper pipes. They actually recommend copper for this. Oh, okay then. Then use the copper pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically just soldering, really. Right. So it's, yeah. in fact, there's you can get weldless coppery where it just connects together. Oh. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my other project that should be showing up today. Okay then. So I think that is pretty much the random topic. So Andy wants a house. I want wind chimes. 
Oh, and just so people are, are aware, uh, because I linked it directly to Andy, and so it doesn't make much sense unless you actually get to see these things. It is the musicofthespheres.com. Musicofthespheres.com. I can probably are also add a link to that. In incredible wind chimes. Links. Yes, please. Okay. All right, well, I guess that's the episode. Okay. So that's the wrap. That's the wrap. Okay, that's a wrap. There we go. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.